and welcome back to Maturing the Bride. We are in book two, the One Degree Off series. What we're trying to communicate in the series, as you know, is very simple. If you are one degree off over a long distance or a long period of time, there are disastrous results. And we're trying to challenge ourselves with a question, is it possible that the church for 2,000 years has been one degree off? And if so, what would that look like? So we started with the very foundations, and that is looking at why Christ died for our sins. Four reasons why Christ came. Number one, to die for our sins. Number two, for all things on earth. Number three, for all things in heaven. And number four, for the glory of the Father. And we see that in Christ, in John 12, 27, and 28, he died primarily for the glory of the Father. Hopefully by now that has been driven into the DNA of your spiritual soul. In other words, it wasn't primarily about us. It was about the glory of his Father and in light of what God the Father wants to do for all of eternity future. And so we said, no, it was about the glory of God because God's glory is the only thing that will satisfy us forever. Forever. It's about the glory of God. So in this lecture, we're going to be talking about freedom. The freedom that there is to live for the glory of God. Oh, men and women, I want you to see this. I want you to drink it. I want you to eat it up because I want you to be free. Just as I see so many other Christians and myself free. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, we read these words. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For freedom, Christ has set us free. I'm here to tell you that there is freedom in living for the glory of God. Freedom in living for the glory of God. And unveiling glory, remember, has this simple user-friendly definition of what it means to live for the glory of God. God's glory is anything that makes God look good. God's glory is anything that makes God look good, therefore building up his reputation and increasing his fame. So in order to introduce you to this concept of freedom and living for the glory of God, I'm going to introduce you to two fictitious men and look at their lives in light of the glory of God. Two fictitious men I'm going to introduce you to. One man is by the name of Moose. Another man is by the name of Deshaun. So let me give you a fictitious scenario, a fictitious story about their lives. Although this never happened with these individual lives, I have seen this lived out again and again and again in individual lives. But Moose and Deshaun both went to college. And like me, they came to know Christ their freshman year at their university. And so as they came to know Christ, they began to get discipled. They began to grow. They began to be fairly strong in their faith, somewhat strong. It's all relative, but graduation happened. They were so thankful. They graduated from college. But then all of a sudden, uh, they began to get a little nervous. Mm, why? 
they needed a job. <laughs> Can't live with mom and dad forever. You don't want to live with mom and dad forever. You want to get a job, grow up, be on your own, mature. And so they're a little nervous. Am I going to get a job? And so they've sent out all these resumes and they're praying and asking God to provide. All of a sudden, Moose gets a job. And as he gets a job, he is giving God such glory. Glory to God! Because he has a job. Moose is happy. Moose is free. Because he got this job. Well, Deshaun also got a job. And Deshaun also was giving God glory because he saw the provision of God in just the right job. Well, as they're working and as time goes on, they say, you know what? I'd, I'd love to be married. And so they're thinking about marriage. They're looking and finally going after women and finally find a young, precious woman that they can commit their lives to. And so Moose gets married. And as Moose gets married, Moose is giving God glory. Tremendous glory for providing just the right person. Well, Deshaun also gets married, and Deshaun also is giving God glory. Well, as time moves on, as they're married and as they're working, they begin to say, you know, we need to, we need to buy a house. Let's trust God for a house. And whether it's a crazy market, whether it's a seller's market or a buyer's market, it didn't matter. They're just asking God for the right place, the right time. And so eventually they get a house, what they consider to be a perfect house. And so Moose gets a house and he's giving God glory. Why? Because he is living in what he considers an answer to prayer. It was a house. They just had enough money for the down payment, etc. Deshaun also gets a house. And as Deshaun also gets a house, he too gives God glory. And so they're both in their homes, they're married, they're living very happily, and they, you know, they've got the dog, and, but they, all of a sudden, let's, let's trust God for kids, I think it's about time, and sure enough, they both get pregnant, they both have a child, and so Moose is starting to get children, and he is giving God glory. He is living the perfect Christian life. He's involved in a good church, he's got the perfect wife, he's got family, he's got children. Things are going really well. Moose is giving God glory. Well, Deshaun also gets children, and Deshaun also is giving God glory. And so Deshaun is praising God too. But then something happens, something unexpected, and that is their fathers die unexpectedly. And as their fathers die unexpectedly, all of a sudden life has changed. Not because it's just that their father's no longer alive, but their mother needs someone to live with, wasn't taken care of very well financially, and all of a sudden, mom's got to live with them. So Moose has a mom who has to move in with them. And so Moose is, yeah, happy to do it, but also upset at the same time. Why? Because Moose had his eye on a cabin on the lake, and now that money that he was setting aside to buy that cabin, it's no longer there. He had to put that money into the building onto his house so he could have his mother live with him. And all of a sudden, Moose is kind of angry with God. God, why did you let my father die? And why is my mom so poor? Why didn't my dad take care of her better? Moose is angry with God because Moose's goals for how he wanted to live his life, the goals, the dreams that he had, are kind of drying up, evaporating before his very eyes. Deshaun knows that he's got to take care of his mother too, and so he takes the money he had saved up and begins to also build a room for his mom. 
But as he builds a room for his mom, he's saying this is a tremendous opportunity to live out the verse that says, children, honor your father and your mother. And so he says, I'm glorifying God by taking care of my mom. And so he is giving God glory because that's what he's chosen to dedicate his life to. Well, time goes on. And all of a sudden, things at work begin to change. There's a big change at work, and all of a sudden, Moose gets a promotion. And as he gets a promotion, he says, okay, God, thank you. Give you the glory for the promotion. Thank you so much. Now I see. I, I had no idea you had this in mind. Okay, I see why my mom's living with me. You know, maybe I can get that second house after all, that lake house. And so he begins to resave money for that lake house because he thinks God is helping him to provide in that area. Deshaun also gets the same promotion. And as Deshaun also gets the same promotion, he too gets more money. He too is giving God glory. But now he's saying, you know, praise God. Now I can give more money away to the orphanage in Africa that I'm helping support. And so he begins to pour more money into missions. He's giving God glory. Well, a new strain of COVID breaks out. Although he'd had the vaccine, although everything, he was protecting himself, but he didn't really need to worry because we thought as a world it was all gone, all of a sudden, Moose gets COVID. And there he is in the hospital bed, struggling to breathe, and he is once again angry with God. God, how could you let me get COVID? What's going to happen to my wife? What's going to happen to my kids? Are they going to be taken care of? Lord, what are you doing? Deshaun also gets COVID, and as he gets COVID, he is once again praising God. He is saying, Lord, I'm going to be the best COVID patient they've ever seen. I'm going to give you glory in the midst of COVID. So as the doctors come in, as the nurses come in to take care of him, he says, hey, I've got a lot of free time. I'm just sitting here. I'm doing a lot of prayer. Anything I can be praying for you. And the nurses and the doctors are awed that they are praying for them instead of simply for himself. And Deshaun is giving God tremendous glory. And he knows there could be a point in time where he's no longer a part of the family because of it. But he's okay. He's trusting God in the midst of his trials. But they both go to a fantastic church. People in their church are praying for them. And over time, they get healed. Moose is healed. Moose is once again glorifying God because he's healed and he's getting back to job, getting back to work, getting back to making money and things are going well. Deshaun also is healed and he has said, okay, God, I will give you the glory as a healed patient to you be the glory for healing me. But time goes on and all of a sudden their teenage daughters get pregnant. Their teenage daughter gets pregnant. Moose is embarrassed. He's embarrassed. How could you do this to me? How could you get pregnant? Here I am at church. If people hear about this, this is going to look terrible. And he feels guilty. Maybe I didn't do enough in training my child. I don't know. And uh, all of a sudden, there's these circumstances in their lives. And he's feeling terrible. He's feeling guilty. And all of a sudden, he's getting angry with God. Once again, angry with God because things aren't working out the way he thought that they were supposed to work out. 
And so all of a sudden, he's saying to his daughter, listen, honey, maybe we should go to Planned Parenthood. You know, maybe we should abort this child. If we do it quickly, you're not showing. Nobody's going to know. We'll keep it real secret, and we won't have to be embarrassed. But the guilt tears at his soul at the thought of taking the life of an unborn child. But he's angry because he's pinning the blame more on God than on his daughter because God is supposed to be sovereign. Why would he let this happen? Well, Deshaun's daughter also gets pregnant as a teenager, but he loves his daughter. And so he helps her through all the options. He talks about having the baby and being the mom or having the baby and them being the grandparents or having the baby and putting it up for adoption. And as he's loving her, walking through all these options, he is giving God glory, saying, here's a tremendous opportunity to teach my daughter responsibility, to teach my daughter the value of life, that we're not going to abort, that this child is precious in the eyes of God, that God has a plan for this baby's life. And so Deshaun is giving God glory. They end up giving the baby up for adoption. A young couple adopts it who couldn't have a child on their own. And God is being glorified. Well, they're in their prime in their 50s, early 50s, and they're just loving life, how things are going. But all of a sudden, they get cancer, and it's an aggressive cancer. Moose has an aggressive cancer, and he's angry with God. Lord, here I am. I'm at a perfect stage. The kids are about to get out of the house. I'm about to be an empty nester. I have so many plans of things that I want to do with my wife, where we want to go, things to do. God, cancer is ruining everything. He's angry with God, and he quits meeting with God. No more quiet times. No more meeting with God. You're not doing your end of the bargain, so I'm not going to do my part of the bargain. What was God's end of the bargain in Moose's eyes? To give him a safe, happy, easy, comfortable life and to fulfill his dreams. And Moose is always wondering, what's going to happen to my wife and my kids if I die? What's that going to look like? And so Moose is angry with God. Angry with God. Deshaun, too, gets cancer. But he goes back to his mode, God, I'm going to be the best cancer patient they've ever seen. How are you doing, nurse? How are you doing, doctor? What can I be praying for you? Anything I can do to encourage you? Deshaun also knows he might not be a part of the family picture, but he's okay with that. He knows that God loves his wife and his children more than he does. And so he's trusting a sovereign God to take care of them. Deshaun is once again glorifying God. Well, the cancer goes on and they're fighting it and there's chemo and there's radiation and there's all these things and all of a sudden the medical bills are piling up. Higher and higher and higher and Moose, he is still angry with God. Why? God isn't faithful. He can't see God's faithfulness and all the things that God is doing in his life. The money that was going to be there for that house that he hoped to get on the lake is gone. He's got to pay the bills. He is once again angry with God. No chance for that house on the lake. He's bitter with God, angry with God, because God did not fulfill Moose's dreams. Moose expected God to fulfill his dreams. Why? Jesus died for him primarily. Therefore, Romans 8 says, if he gave him his son, will he not give him all things? 
And so he said, God, these are things that I want. If you died for me, certainly you're going to give me these things. And it's not working out that way. So he's angry with God. Bitter with God. Not talking with God. He's cut communication with God. Well, Deshaun, same situation. But he's trusting in God's faithfulness. The medical bills are piling up, but he says, hey, God's going to take care of us. And so he's praising God in the midst of all the medical bills saying, God, I don't know how, but you're going to take care of us. You're going to meet our needs because he knows the scripture and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Deshaun is praising God. But the cancer never stopped and they're on their deathbed. Moose Still angry with God, angrier than ever. He can't see God's faithfulness. He still can't see God's faithfulness. God wasn't faithful at all. Here I am in my 50s. I'm supposed to be going into the prime of my life and I'm dying. What kind of a God are you? What kind of love is this? Moose is once again angry with God. But Deshaun has a very different perspective. Deshaun knows that his hours are numbered. And Deshaun says, I can't wait to be in your presence, Jesus. I can't wait to be in your presence. This is exciting. And he says to his wife, there's only one thing, only one word I want on my tombstone. Gain. Gain. For me to live as Christ... To die is gain. That's what I want. I want, I want gain on my tombstone. Oh, men and women, do you know how many Christians do not truly believe to live as Christ, to die is gain? No, they believe to live as Christ, to die is second best. They view hell here, earth here, and heaven a step down. A step down, yeah. Heaven is a step down, so they cling to the 80 years they have on this earth to stay alive because they don't want to die because heaven's kind of a step down. I mean, there's no Amazon Prime in heaven. Come on. No. Deshaun knows it's gain. Even though he'd be leaving his lovely wife and his children, it's gain to be in the presence of the Almighty God. He's giving God glory right up to his death. So let's analyze, let's look at these two lives. On the one hand, over there you've got Deshaun, and over here you've got Moose. Deshaun constantly gave God glory every day of his life. He gave God glory every day of his life. But Moose, half of his life, he was angry with God. Half of his life, he was angry with God. And he ended his life angry with God. Angry because God did not fulfill his end of the bargain. He didn't bless him the way Moose wanted to be blessed. No freedom. No freedom. Men and women, whatever life throws at you, you can always turn it into the glory of God. Don't be like that $100 bill that's been stepped on and trampled on and crushed. 
Don't throw it into the trash can. Because once you throw it into the trash can, you'll miss the glory of God all around you. And if you miss the glory of God all around you, you'll miss opportunities to bring God glory. And if you miss the opportunities to bring God glory, you're going to be frustrated and angry. And you will not have the freedom that comes along in living for the glory of God. Men and women, I want you free. I want you free. Whatever life throws at you, turn it into the freedom of God. I hope you can say like me, God, you want me to get COVID? Give me COVID. If that'll bring you more glory, bring me COVID. You want me in an accident? I'm going to lose an arm. I'm going to lose a leg. If that's what you want, have it happen. If that'll bring you more glory. If it's going to bring you more glory for me to go blind, let me go blind. Whatever is going to bring you glory, I'm dying to myself. I'm living to you. He must increase. I must decrease. Lord, whatever you want, I'm free. And oh, I've seen so many Christians who have not been free when COVID hit. They're running around scared. They're running around scared all the time, worrying. Why? A, they're afraid to die. B, they think if they do die, it's going to be a step down. See, they're not really sure about their eternal security. They're pretty sure, but not hard. And there's just a lot of things mixed up. They, they have no freedom. They had no freedom. I don't want that for you. I want you, whatever life throws at you, whatever God brings into your life, I want you to be free. Make your primary goal not having a safe, soft, happy, easy, comfortable life. Make your goal to glorify God with whatever gets thrown at you. When you have that as your primary goal, to glorify God with whatever God throws at you, you'll be free. You'll be free. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. But so many have missed it because we've been one degree off. In our Christianity. Well, that ends this chapter. I hope it helped you become free. That's why I gave it. Hey, in our next time together, we're going to be looking at how many churches are setting their people up for failure. For failure. Don't miss it. Welcome to maturing the bride. Hey, thanks for watching the One Degree Off Lectures in the Maturing the Bride series. I hope and pray that you are realigning your own personal walk with God in fresh new ways, living passionately for the glory of our Father. As you continue to invest in your eternity future, please consider Unveiling Glory. We're a 501c3 ministry, nonprofit organization. We want to get this message out as far as we can. Hence, please feel free to partner with us in getting this word out. Also, don't forget to check out our homeschooling curriculum, as well as all of the ministry opportunities that we have throughout Africa and in other parts of the world. We'd love to have you come on one of our short-term trips. Thanks so much. You have a super fantastic rest of your day.